Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of In Space. I am your host, Chris Connor. And uh, I don't know if y'all can look around and it's just me. I don't, unfortunately, have a special guest. I don't have a guest host. Shout out to Lido, five chats, the ones that, you know, typically end up um, filling, filling in that role. Lido will love his jacket, by the way. Um, but yeah, man, I just wanted to holler at you guys. It's been a, it's been a minute. I've been trying to keep this consistent like a week, you know, maybe once a week, twice a week. But uh, drop down to the city to uh, see some people, catch a couple games. And now I'm back home in Chicago. And uh, yeah, man, we are currently, the day I'm recording this is a day before Thanksgiving. And by the title of the video, you can see that it's called Thankful in Space. I named it that because... Around this time, towards the end of holidays, so on and so forth, people get together with loved ones, if they're fortunate enough to, and they talk about a lot of things that they're thankful for. Maybe that's kind of cliche, because I've never sat at that table and talked about that from person to person, but I've heard enough stories about it to know that it, that, that it exists somewhere. So for those people that it exists for, this show for you, right? But yo, man, um, Shout out to our, to our uh, sponsor here, DraftKings Sportsbook, Buku Media, keeping us afloat. And, yeah, man, let's get into it. So, currently as we stand, Pelicans are 10-7. and seven. Uh, In a few hours from uh, recording, they will be playing the San Antonio Spurs with an opportunity to go 11-7. and seven. And they have a game afterwards, after Thanksgiving on Friday, against the Memphis Grizzlies with a chance to build off of that. Um. This team, I saw a tweet earlier from Andrew Lopez, shout out to him, talking about where this team was a year ago. I know I know my dog Justin Propel's talk sent me a, a you know, a tweet tagged me and one about where this team was a year ago and some change and how bad it was. And y'all know, if y'all know my background, I was running in spaces, those Twitter spaces. So man, <laughs> like I remember the conversations that we were having about where this team could go and how the future could, what would be of the future if there was one. Totally different now. Totally different. Regardless of the rhyme or reason, they're three games over 500 with a chance to go four. And, you know, I don't know if you looked at the schedule in the beginning, if that's something that you would have predicted. I'm not sure. But, look, man, you can't give the wins back. And, you know, we can, there's a, you know, you have some Golden State sit-outs in there from star players, which I didn't put that in my list of things I'm thankful for, but I'm thankful for that. I'm sorry for the people that paid their money that couldn't get a chance to see some of their, you know, maybe their favorite player or one of the greatest of all time in company uh, play, Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond. But, you know, hey, end of the day, the Pelicans got the wins, right? But this journey, um, there have been a lot of things or a few things to be thankful for as this team finds themselves and keep them and what has been keeping themselves above water. So this is a thankful in space Pelicans episode where I throw a few things that maybe isn't, it may not be like heavy national media, you know, uh, attractive, like, I don't know why I worded it that way, but that's the best I had. Excuse me. It's my, this is my first time doing this alone, man. I'm trying to find my way. Uh, but yeah, like, um, you know, I, I, I don't have I don't have Zion on the list. Um, I don't have Willie Green. I don't have 
David Griffin. I don't have some of the things that, you know, you may be able, maybe you're sitting at home and saying, oh, you got to have them. This is just my personal list. I don't think that there's a right or a wrong answer here. So I hope that if you are tuning in, comment what you're thankful for, like, subscribe, pass it to your homie, pass it to your homegirl, and let them say the same thing. And let's, you know, have a conversation. So, yeah, man, let's get into this. Like, so I got four players in total, and I'm keeping it strictly, strictly for players that I'm thankful for when it comes to where this Pelicans team is at currently right now, the end of November. And the first person, and there, there's no order here, but the first person is Jose Alvarado. And what I think is an easy choice, coming into the year, while there was a portion of, of us that watched this Pelicans team and just saw how important he was for energy, organization, um, and, I, and I mean him organizing guys on the floor, both on both sides of the floor, being a true point guard being a, you know, a leader of sorts for a guy that was undrafted. We saw how important that was. We saw it shine in the playoffs here. We saw, we saw it down the stretch and you've seen it a lot this season. I think five, four of the top five lineups or pairings, lineup pairings have Jose Alvarado all on them. He just makes impactful plays. He makes plays that may not always show up on the box score. And he's shown to, I think the world, that he's more than a gimmick. We knew that. The three-point shot, it's, I think, gotten better. I think it's going to continue to have his struggles. He may be more, he may not be more than just a streaky shooter, but he makes timely shots. He has games on his resume this year that he basically won. He turned the title. They don't win without him playing huge. Um, and I think what he's given this team defensively, what he's given them in clutch minutes, what he's given from being able to make plays and pick and rolls, knowing when it's time to find other players, lifting the energy and the spirits of the stadium and his teammates is just huge. And he's still getting those gimmick plays, right? He's still getting those steals, the thing that gets people, you know, uh, that gets him coined the nickname Grand Theft Alvarado because he's getting those steals and now you're seeing fancy finishes with it. It's just, it's awesome to see him continue to prove that not only is he just a fun player to watch, an exciting player, quote unquote, a pest, right? An irritant. He's a damn good basketball player. And shout out to Jason Maples, who I talked about with him earlier on one of the playbacks we did. Look around the league. How many better backup point guards are there than Jose Alvarado? I still don't have the answer to that, but that's telling the load. So shout out to Jose. He's one of the things I'm thankful for. Uh, the second player that I'm thankful for, Larry Nance. Larry Nance Jr. I'm thankful he joined the podcast. He joined Propel's Talk, and we got a chance to top, chop it up with him before the regular season started. And he hasn't been shy about what he thinks he can do, how he can help this team. He, he said in the media day, uh, he showed you last year. But this year has been different. He was very important in that playoff series. And, you know, you started to wonder, like, do they – is he the answer in that in that position? Does, does he offer you enough consistently in some spots, whether it be shooting, whether it be finishing, whether it be uh, how does he make up for that lack of size night to night against really good teams? And 
if you had any of those questions, he's outperformed even the, I'd say even the highest of expectations. He's been that good and he's been consistent. Um, timely rebounding, timely passing, the dunks. I think his field goal percentage is like third in the league right now. It's crazy. He's been playing big minutes in some in some some areas, supplanting Jonas Valanciunas for you know a half or three quarters in a game, playing starter minutes some nights. Larry's been fantastic. The communication has been great. A lot of the defensive lineups and what's this team thrive on? They have Larry out there. And he's allowed this team to be versatile. You see him holding people accountable. He's been more than I think I ever expected. And no matter how you grade their start, maybe you look at it and say, all right, they're 10 and 7. They should be 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. They're not even here without Larry Nance's production, his consistency, and his reliability. And he's been great for this team. And he's been more than just a undersized option and just a small ball five and some nights he's been the heartbeat of this team similar to what we talked about with Jose Alvarado you got to be thankful for that because listen I mean this roster still has some things that, that you would like to see them improve on but there were other guys that you wondered about when the season started how they would contribute you know uh Billy Hernan Gomez Jackson Hayes you haven't really got a chance to see it and you can argue about whose fault that is but Larry Nance playing as well as he's playing has been uh, a godsend to this team. And he may not need to play at the level that he's been playing at, which I think is, you know, 25, 27 minutes a game. Maybe that wasn't what was in the, in the cards, but he's been a professional and he's showing other guys how to be professional. So shout out to Larry. He's been great. He bought a T-shirt. He's doing every, you know, he's doing the right things in the community, donating to public schools. Larry has been a leader and a positive example for this organization. And that's that family talk that you hear. Guys like him are big parts of that. Next, who we got? Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy. Man, um, I got an opportunity when I was in the city to chop it up with Trey Murphy's dad, uh, Kenny Murphy. And first of all, that's my dog. That's my, like, that's my OG. Like, he just, he's a... Fun dude to be around, man. Like, loves basketball, loves his son, loves his family, and loves talking about this team. You know, um, you can just see the energy and the passion, and you can see why he's why he's been a coach and as good as he's been. And people rave about him. And it just kind of, you know, it's a person that he helped bring in his earth and Trey Murphy, man, because Trey – has so many different elements that help this team. You could talk about just his shooting, right? You could talk about his ability dunking the basketball, but you talk about his personality and just the way that he continues to get better. He's learning what you saw last year, at the end of last year, how to impact games in other ways in combination with the improvements that he's made to his game. And I don't know where I was going with the Kenneth Murphy talk. I just had to give my dog a shout out. But, yeah, I mean, Trey has been fantastic. And I think that even if it hasn't been, there's been a few games where, okay, he goes A for A, and then 
you, you saw, I think, two to three games where he's trying to find his shot, trying to find a way to contribute if he's not pulling the three ball. And then it clicks, right? He makes an adjustment. So then you see games where he's driving back to back. He's getting dunks. And, oh, he's leading the league in free throw percentage. So driving to the paint, whether it ends in a foul or a dunk, is only going to benefit him and the squad. The rebounds, the, you know, the defending, the blocks, the, the steals. He's finding every way. And right now he's, you know, currently nursing the foot contusion. Hope to see him back soon. Feel like you will. But right before that injury, he was finding new ways to impact each game. Again, and the shot was falling. May not have been eight for eight from deep, but whether or not that three ball was going in, whether or not he was getting the amount of shots that maybe he thinks he wants or deserves, hey, man, you go eight for eight, you probably should have got up 15. But it's those other things, again, that he's doing, the communication, the energy, the excitement after the game, after wins. They show up, man, and it just shows. And, you know, I got to give a give a shout-out to uh, the Murphy family, uh, you know, his mother, Abita, Elvita as well, who, you know, we had a chance, Buker Media, to kind of do something cool with the local charity charity in New Orleans. It just so happened, our luck, that that's the game where he gets the contusion. So Herb has to come out. So shout out for Herb. But it was dope to be around that. He's doing all the right things. Everybody was still talking about him, whether he was there or not. The shirts were present. And um, you got to be thankful for that because he's a guy that, you need everybody keeps saying role player right now he is but he's projecting to be a guy who could be a star and the personality is there the work ethic is there got the right people in his circle if you talk to ones that are you know that are around him people around you know the right people in his circle and i think the game is there and what you saw in the offseason is translating in its best form you know, into the regular season and what we've seen, man. So got to be thankful for Trey Murphy. And I'm really excited to see how his game continues to elevate on his team and how they use him um, as the season progresses. So shout out to shout out to TM3. Go buy you a Trey shirt. And last but not least, man, um, thankful for Brandon Ingram. You know, um, I see a lot of conversations on the TL and I kind of stay away from on Twitter that speak about his usage and maybe how he should be getting up more shots and, you know, or how he um, has played in some of these games where Zion isn't available or even the struggles. And it's an 82-game season, so you're going to struggle. There, you know, there are going to be a lot of things to talk about. But all in all, even if Brandon is right around 22, I think, 5-4, and four, something like that, shooting percentage is great. He can really have – he really has an opportunity to finish the year 40, 50, 90. And – you see a guy that sometimes doesn't doesn't take a shot until three minutes left in the first quarter. Mentally, something something's ticked. Something's something's changed with him, and that's saying a lot after the postseason that we saw. You wondered who was going to have to make the biggest adjustment when Zion came back, when CJ's out there in company. Some people said it was going to be CJ. I thought it would have to be CJ. Some people said Zion. The answer is Brandon, or oh, it's been Brandon. Whether it means He's he's doing what each game should ask for him or of him. And maybe he doesn't do it right away, or at least he's attempting to. Maybe that means that he waits to the second quarter to really get his or really start taking up shots and taking advantage of a matchup. 
Chicago game, he's in foul trouble. The first one in Chicago it doesn't really happen until the fourth quarter where he gets, you get four or five straight possessions of him putting the ball up. Um, you know, assisting. Maybe it's him taking a back seat and let Zion get his. Maybe it's letting CJ cook. Maybe it's defending the blocks, the steals. He's playing like a leader should. And it may not be all, it may not be perfect every night. And maybe some of the comparisons that people would like him to be don't fit who he actually is. Maybe it's not what's best for the team. Who knows? We haven't played enough games to really see how this continues to evolve. But forget the stat sheet. Forget how if he's fell on his face or if he's, you know, uh, risen above the stars night to night. I see a dude mentally who is playing like a veteran who really wants to do whatever it takes to win games. And he shows accountability. And, you know, I mean, could he could he grab an extra rebound every now and then? Could he have made a pass that, you know, it's, it hasn't been um, – it's never going to be perfect the way each and every viewer wants it to be. But I'm telling you, man, I'm thankful for – you know, when when people in that locker room, people in the organization put his face in the middle of everything when they're team photos or you get a chance to hear people call him a leader. There's a sense of accountability. We saw it at the Chicago game. They win that game. He talks about how they still shit on defense. He just continues to hold himself and that team to a standard that they are going to need. Man, if these players – and some of these guys in the organization look at the history of the Pelicans. And this is sometimes with a fan base and some of the some of the bloggers, some some guys that we have over here at BKM, you know, we kind of differ versus, you know, where do you expect this team to be in a West in a jumbled Western Conference right now? Why can't the Pelicans be in a Western Conference finals? Some are just happy to enjoy this ride right now. I think it will be easy for guys to get complacent and you've seen that sometimes Brandon hasn't been shy about saying it starts with us he said those things a lot but now you get a chance at least I've been able to see more and more and more him backing up his words consistently and that's the example that this team needs for a guy of his stature because he's getting the attention that he deserves and I think he's putting together a year as his team continues to win could probably have an opportunity to be an all-star again. And that'll be huge for this city, for this team. Um, and maybe, maybe Zion's able to join. Who knows? But um, I'm thankful for the leader of this team, regardless of where the box score ends at the end of the night, continuing to deliver on his promises and the things I think that we've heard about him and how important he's had to be leading this team, his organization, and his franchise. And Zion's return hasn't gotten in the way of that. He's been the guy, and he's been the one adjusting night to night. And that's big. That's big. You see it, whether he's on the block or whether he's shooting threes, he's just continuing to do it. And I don't think that that's going to end. I think that that's only going to continue to help this team because eventually as the health grows and the consistency and the, you know, the chemistry builds – he might be the one that benefits the most as he's been the most flexible. So shout out to B.I. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much it, guys. 
I definitely, uh, before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to our to our wonderful sponsor here, DraftKings. And then uh, I want to know what you guys are thankful for. But in regards to DraftKings, here's what I'm thankful for, you hear me? The NBA season is still here, man. We're in the holiday season, and there's just so many that's unknown. When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and Boo Crew Media. We talked about this all the time, but it's the five for the 200. No, I lied. It's five for 150. I owe y'all $50. I got y'all. But it's free bets. Five, no matter how you turn five to 150 in free bets, you can't go wrong, right? So check this out, though. In combination with that, you get a chance to put together a same-game parlay. They call it a stepped-up same-game parlay. You get a 100% boost. So whatever your odds are, they get multiplied by 100. And I may have messed up the math. Really wasn't a strong suit of mine, but y'all get what I'm saying. Whether you bet or not, 100% boost, no matter how that's set up, it works, right? So look, go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Place the same game parlay. Find out what I'm talking about and combine multiple bets. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Big. Download the app now. Sign in with the code BOO. It's down there. You see it? All right. Download with the code BOO. Get an opportunity to turn your 100 to 150 or beyond. That's code BOO at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you know of someone that has a gambling problem. Crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Shout out to our sponsor again, y'all. So yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I appreciate y'all pulling up. We're going to have some more shows. Is it some more consistency with this? Pull up on Playback if y'all have not signed up. If y'all have not, I mean, it's not even really a sign up. It's free. All you got to do is sign into whatever, whatever app you use to watch the game, and it's right there. Chop it up with us as we watch the games. I got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, very soon with that app we're gonna continue to grow and continue to put out the best content that we can man so um leave your comments everything that you have here below tell me what i got wrong about what i'm thankful for and tell me what you thankful for 